Anna, you got a good title for us? I think I do, actually. Okay. When you're ready. To G or not to G. The topic is China. And the question is, when it comes to a pressing issue like competing with China, is something better than nothing? This is my reaction to your title. <laughs> to to political, political playlist. <laughs> All right. Are we ready, guys? Happy hour. Happy, Happy hour. hour. <laughs> I'm so bad. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Political Playlist Happy Hour. I'm Michael Kristoff. I'm Anna Muskie Goldwyn. And I'm Anthony. Barkin. And he doesn't have a last name, but I can <laughs> tell you that Anna just nailed her title, as you heard in the intro. Uh, cheers, everybody. What are we drinking right now? Cheers. Drink a margarita. Ooh, margaritas. She's feeling feisty. I'm just on a cool, simple, casual scotch. Well, it must have been a spreadsheet day for Anthony. Uh, so Anna, <laughs> what us. are you drinking? Oh, I have a, uh, I just have a high West, uh, oh. urban on the rocks. Wow. Um, wow. You guys are both very like loungy. So Anna, talk to me about your issue this week and what this question is that you're asking. It seems like a great one. Admittedly, I don't remember it. When it comes to a pressing issue, like competing with China is something better than nothing. What we're talking about is the Competes Act, the America Competes Act, which just passed the House. And it is a $257 billion bill that is essentially engineered to help us compete with China. However, this is according to only Democrats and one Republican, if you can guess who he oh, is. Oh, wow. Let me guess. Hold on. Hold on. You said he. I said he. Oh. Think about the one Republican who would vote with Democrats. Adam Jim Kinsinger. Jordan. Michael. <laughs> no, it's not yes, Jim Jordan. Our beloved Kinsey. Gotta be Kinsey. So the Competes Act, what Democrats say who drafted it is yeah. that it will boost American competitiveness with China and specifically semiconductor manufacturing, which is like chip manufacturing. Yeah. Um, it will improve supply chains and it also puts a ton of money. Actually, most of the money goes towards research and innovation, which okay, is those nice are, and broad. I mean, those are great talking points. Great Do we things, think it really right? does that? Um, I don't know, because what Republicans say is okay. that it has too much weight on other priorities, specifically mm. in the climate change and clean energy business, yeah. and that there is not enough direct punishment in the bill, if you will, mm. towards China um, in combating all the bad things that the communists are doing. Specifically, the Republican who I chose to kind of pull out of the mix here. Yeah against it is Jim Banks because he is the head of, he's a Republican from Indiana. He is in the very powerful position of being the head of the Republican study committee, which is a group of, I think about 160 Republicans, very more conservative Republicans, the largest Republican, the largest Republican caucus in the house. Oh, wow. The interesting thing is that a year ago, the Senate passed a bipartisan bill to address competition with China that was $200 billion and it had all Democrats plus 18 Republicans in support. In response to this last summer, Jim Banks and his Republican study committee put forth a competing bill that would cost only $1 billion. I guess my question is like, can, I mean, my question is, is something better than nothing? Cause I don't know where we're going to get to the finish line on this. Should Republicans just align so that we get something because this feels like a really important thing there's no reason for them to align but right. i'm Other actually the good of our manufacturing <laughs> not when elections coming up but i'm honestly pretty surprised because 
most of these Republicans, if there's one of the main issues that exactly. they're talking about, it is China. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, I haven't read uh, very in depth into this bill, but on the environmental like energy side, 90% of the world's solar panels are made in, in China. China. Right. 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 You know, I will like, say well, that in one of Jim Banks's quotes, he was in his like statement about this. He was like, there's funding in this for study on coral reefs, which I feel like is something that Republicans always bring up is like, they're going to study marine life. Right. Thing like that. Right. It's the most out there sort of environment. You know, and while that might be like a random line item, it's probably a drop in the bucket on this, you know, funding tabulation. But, but I it think garners people's the, the, emotions, I think. Right. And and my reading of this is that a lot of you're right, a lot of the opposition is directed towards certain climate measured measures in here. And it seems like the big gripe among Republicans is that it incentivizes China rather than holding them accountable. You know, I feel like this sort of goes back to what we just went through with the infrastructure bill and, you know, how narrow of a scope do you make it, right? What do you define as infrastructure, mm -hmm. right? And I think this is sort of falling in that same category of what do you define as competition with China, right? And so are we talking about just like trade? Are we talking about manufacturing? Or are we actually now broadening that definition to climate? And I think the reality is, is that we have to broaden it to climate. It's like election security, border security, you know, all these things everyone should agree on. We should want them for our country. And especially with something like this, hey, yeah, we should be making sure that we can make these goods in America and we don't have to rely on other countries. And mm -hmm. I think that's one thing we've noticed during COVID is what's happened. Looks what's happened with ships, supply chain issues, people right. can't get their products. Uh, it's costing so much more money, time, delays, right? So we should want to do this. You know, yeah. so how can we just do it effectively? I think is that the, the the issue I have and that's kind of the basis of my original question is that my assumption is hopefully for Democrats in this year before the midterms, the House and the Senate will hammer out an agreement and send something to Biden's desk and it will be signed into law. If that doesn't happen and Republicans get in their way, then Republicans might win Congress, but Biden's still in the White House. So if they right. pass something, is Biden incentivized or does he feel it's appropriate to sign into law whatever they come up with? Then if they can't get that passed, then it's already 2024 and we have no legislation addressing our competition with China and right. our supply chain. So I guess that's that was kind of the basis of my question. Well, I think with this, right, they would be well served to identify, go back to the drawing board of the one that passed in the Senate and then identify, okay, where are a few areas that, because clearly the Republican proposal from Jim has like nothing in there. I think the Republican one is a very short term looking thing. Right. It says, okay, China does something bad. This is how we retaliate. China does right. something bad. This is what we do. The Democratic one is very sweeping as they tend to be, right. perhaps too sweeping and is saying, well, let's wrap it all into this to create sort of like right. a new American competitiveness, which is a very far 
fetched. Well, I think the Democrats should sweep that bill into this bill. Just yeah. sweep that extra billion into the 200 plus billion that we have. <laughs> yeah, the Republicans will definitely say, vote for it. Yeah. We'll, we'll take the whole package. You're like we'll you drop like, coral reefs, we'll bring in your sanctions, and then it'll pass. I don't know. I think that everybody would be well served to identify, okay, let's work from the one that passed the Senate and mm-hmm. then, you know, in this case of Democrats trying to get more in there rather than trying to jam it with, you know, everything in the kitchen sink, let's pick like two or three things that you could probably get enough Republican support on. And then everybody takes this back to their district as a win yeah. and saying, hey, look, we're competing with China. We're and and neither and the Republicans, the political strategy, I think, for them is that if they go along with this, if everyone can take this back as a win mm-hmm. to their district leading up to the 2022, there there's no incentive to not do that, I think. What was going through my head actually was how moderate senators have so much power mm-hmm. and how conservative or farther right. House members have so much power. The moderate mm. House members don't play into this discussion at all, right. even though there's several of them who have made China, like Anthony Gonzalez talks about yeah. China endlessly. He's not in the news about this, right. right? But Jim Banks and his more far right Republican Study Committee are the headline of the House. The reason I wanted to talk about this is that it's fucking important. Like this is so important. And I wanted to give a shout out to one of the politicians on our, on our platform, Haley Stevens from Michigan, because she is, I would say along with a couple others, one of the politicians who is like so squarely focused on an issue that matters to her district, which is manufacturing. She talks about it all the time. And she also has the best Michigan accent of anyone that I've ever heard. (laughs) 